Well, welcome once again to the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, please turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 4. You know, there are a lot of games played in this world. Snakes and ladders. I spy. Chess. The game of cat and mouse. Risk. Monopoly. Yes, the game of life. And yet there's one game the Lord Jesus has commissioned us, called, ordered, and appointed us all to play. A game he has his heart set on. It's a game that he gave his life for. Go fish. And if we're not familiar with the game, if we don't know the game, no matter, because the text will instruct on how to play. Matthew 4, beginning of verse 12. Now, when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, And upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That is, it is drawn near. And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brothers Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. We read in the book of Mark, Chapter 1, verses 14 to 18, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea. For they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Jesus said to them, I will make you. I will make you fishers of men. Apparently, it's not something we just become on our own. 
by our own design. These men were fishermen, fishers. But fishing for men rather than fish had its differences in a way that required a making. It's not something we just become on our own. Is it as we follow and as he makes us? A new breed of fishers that would fish for what Jesus has his heart set on. Now, Jesus said, follow me. Follow me, and I will make you. Follow me, and I will make you become. Mark, reading from the message paraphrase, Jesus said to them, come with me. I'll make a new kind of fisherman out of you. I'll show you how to catch men and women instead of perch and bass. They didn't ask questions. They dropped their nets and followed. I love that. They didn't ask questions. No hesitation in their response, no procrastination. Even though they may not have understood what he was saying, there was something about his call. They didn't ask questions. They dropped their nets. They immediately dropped their nets and followed at once, that is, straight away. And it's still the manner of response Jesus is looking for. Follow me. Follow me and I will make you become. It shows us what the Lord wants to make out of his disciples. Out of ordinary fishermen. Common fishermen. From perch and bass to men and women. Surely the Lord could work with the natural skill and means of these men he was calling. They knew how to set out. They knew how to man a vessel. They knew how to toil. They knew how to cast nets. They knew how to apply bait. They knew how to navigate waters and read the weather and secure lines. They knew how to pull in a catch. And they knew how to clean fish. If Jesus could get them using all these skills, all these talents and giftings, all these learned abilities for kingdom purpose, what a catch they'd pull in. A new breed of fishers. And I believe the Lord would say to us today, follow me and I will make you. Can you hear the voice of Jesus today calling you, follow me and I will make you? And perhaps you don't totally understand. Yet there's something about his call. He taught them many lessons. 
You know, Jesus turned ordinary fishermen into extraordinary fishermen. And he taught them many lessons like this kind comes out by prayer and fasting. He taught them lessons like at his word we let down the nets for a catch on the right side. Jesus' heart was that they live divine lives that build the kingdom of God. Jesus knew that this type of living, fishing satisfies like no other. How these would discover a life like no other. And the truth today is this, that Jesus is calling us to follow him. And he would say to us today that as we follow him, he will make us. Make us into that which we could never make ourselves. He will make us into fishers, a new kind of fishermen. Go and fish for the lost. Go fish for men and women. Matthew 28, verses 16 to 20. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. All authority has been given to Jesus. And in light of this weighty reality, he says, Go. The disciples, those that have received the call, that have accepted the call to follow, he says, go. Go fish. Go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them. Teach them. Get them filled with the Holy Ghost. Teach them all I have commanded you. You're not alone. I am with you. I am with you. He has commissioned us to go fish for men and women. The call goes out and the commission goes out to every single one of us. We all have our role to play in this game, go fish. And I hear, I hear the call speaking to things beyond. The disciples walked with him and were made into fishers of men, and we too can join the company of disciples that have walked with him and have been made into fishers of men. A new breed of fishers like Aquila and Paul 
And remember, they were tent makers. And the Lord was making them into those that fashion a new type of abode, that drive in pegs of truth and secure holy lines. I think of the man called, follow me and I will make you. His name was Smith Wigglesworth, a plumber by trade. And the Lord turned him into one that healed many a broken pipe. So many names. Follow me and I will make you become. I would say to all of us here today, let's follow Jesus and have him make us into something greater. Fish for the sick and the lame. Don't throw them back in the water. Release them. The Lord would work miracles by the hands of a new breed of fishes. By his power and for his glory. By his authority and by his name. The reality is, and we know it's true, this world is full of sick people. Lame people. Broken people. Hurting people. And some hide it well. Some we see daily. Some we see weekly. And some we see less often. The Lord said, go. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse the lepers. Cast out demons. The Lord would love to have us ready at his command to cast out kindness and compassion and love and mercy and grace to be his hands, to be the fishers he's called us to be, this new breed of fishers. As we follow him, he will make us into those that know how to administer the bait those that know what type of net is needed for the occasion. I can imagine eager disciples, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you become. So eager, they immediately drop their nets, something about his call, they're following him. And yet there was a process of making. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. I will make you become. Fish for the prodigal. It's true. The prodigal must choose to rise and return. To rise from the lows, from the depths, to rise from the abyss they have chosen. To flee the world's trough for food only found on the Father's table. I will rise and go to my Father. But if they could look up and see a net, a net of a loving Father set in the waters, a lifeline, hope, 
Annette, yes, the open arms of a waiting father. I wonder, would he use us as we cast at his command? Jesus said, go. Go fish. Fish for a future in God for yourself and your loved ones, for your children, for your family, for generations not yet born. You know, it takes work to fish for a future in God for yourself for your family and your loved ones and your children and generations not yet born should the Lord tarry. It takes work. It takes commitment. It takes resolve. We'll have to set out to church and so on. We'll have to learn how to man the vessel, the home, how to toil and how to cast nets so not to provoke anger. We'll have to learn how to navigate waters by the leading of Christ, to read the weather and to secure lines and to apply bait. Loved ones and children, we need to learn how to catch them when they seem to be getting away on us. And the truth is this, Jesus will teach us how to clean these fish. He said, follow me and I will make you. Follow me and I will make you become. Ask this question today, what could be of greater worth to us than a future in God? For ourselves, for our family, for our children, for our loved ones. To secure a future in God for the generations yet to come, should the Lord tarry, what could be of more importance and of more worth? First Chronicles 28.8, Now therefore, in the sight of all Israel, the congregation of the Lord, and in the audience of our God, keep and seek for all the commandments of the Lord your God, that ye may possess this good land and leave it for an inheritance for your children after you forever. How's your fishing? Father, mother, going after a future in God for yourself, going after a future in God for your loved ones, for your family, for your children. We're hooked on going after other things. Come with me and I'll make you a new kind of fisherman. You know, they didn't ask questions. The Bible says they dropped their nets and followed. Are we in the habit of asking questions when Jesus says, follow me? 
procrastinating, reasoning away the call, ignoring the call? Are we clinging to and holding on to nets that need to be left behind? Whatever the nets represent today. What are we fishing for in this life? What are we toiling for in this life? What are we going after in this life? What are we pursuing in this life? What has our heart, what is our heart set on? What has our attention, what has our focus? What are we fishing for? May I suggest that we fish for treasure in heaven? Matthew 6, verses 19 to 21 in the KJV, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And there you will be also. The message paraphrase, don't hoard treasure down here where it gets eaten by moths and corroded by rust or worse, stolen by burglars. Stockpile treasure in heaven where it's safe from moth and rust and burglars. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is is the place you will most want to be and end up being. The voice reads, some people store up treasures in their homes here on earth. This is a short-sighted practice. Don't undertake it. Moths and rust will eat up any treasure you may store here. Thieves may break into your homes and steal your precious trinkets. Instead, put up your treasures in heaven, where moths do not attack and where rust does not corrode. And where thieves are barred at the door, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Listen, are we saying that treasure on earth, treasures on earth are forbidden or wrong to possess? No. The question is, what has your heart? What has your heart? Passion translation, don't keep hoarding for yourselves earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually rusts, decays, and loses its value. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures for yourselves that cannot be stolen and will never rust, decay, or lose their value. For your heart will always pursue what you esteem as your treasure. Amazing words. May it be asked today, what do we esteem as our treasure? What has our heart? Where is our heart? Let our heart for heavenly treasures and things never stop beating. Thank the Lord for treasures in this life. Just don't let them Take over.
fishers. What kind of a fisher are we? What are we pursuing? What are we trying to catch? I will make you, says the Lord. There is no greater way in this life. I will make you, says the Lord. There is nothing else and no one else worth following. You know, the truth is, it's one thing to say, I'm following. It's another to have Jesus say we are. Remember the young rich ruler? He was hooked on another thing and dismayed at Jesus' call. Because Jesus pinpointed the one thing that he was still holding on to and clinging to and wouldn't let go of. What has your heart? What are you pursuing in this life? When he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And Jesus said, as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. You know, I think after this message, I'll take a break from the games. Enough has been said concerning how we should be playing in this life. The game of life. Mark 1, verses 14 to 18, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Would you hear the word of the Lord today? He said, repent and believe in the gospel. And as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, follow me. And I will make you become fishers of men. They immediately left their nets behind and followed him. Jesus walks by the sea still. The sea of humanity. He walks by the sea. And he sees the Simons. He sees the Andrews. He calls out, follow me. He sees them casting a net into the sea, and why wouldn't they be casting a net into the sea? I mean, they're fishermen. Jesus walks by the sea, and he calls out, follow me. Today, if we would hear his voice, let us not harden our hearts. Jesus calls out, follow me, and I will make you become. 
What other becoming could we pine for? Long for, desire. What other becoming would be fitting and right in the sight of God? What other becoming would be acceptable? What else would we hope to become? You see, Jesus is the great fisher. And only by following him can we become like him. I will make you become. As we follow him and allow him to make us, we receive his authority, his power, his name, his intimacy. You see, it's because of Jesus we can go after these. A catch made possible because of his making. Jesus walks by the sea still and he sees the Stevens. He sees the Martins. He sees. Fill in the blank today. He sees you. Casting a net into the sea. And why wouldn't you be? Because you're a fisher. Walks by the sea and he calls out to you. Follow me and I will make you become. When you truly hear his call, there's something about it. There's no questions. Trying to figure this out. What exactly does he mean? Make me become what? Follow me. That's where it begins. Repent. Believe in the gospel. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Follow me and I will make you. I will make you become. I ask today, have you heard his call? And have you answered? You say, well, those men, you know, they left their nets behind. They walked away from fishing. Immediately left their nets. I can imagine some other fishermen like, let's go get those nets. There they're off walking with Jesus. Does it mean that we leave natural nets behind? For some, yes. And for others, the Lord will turn what you are doing divine. There will be kingdom life and purpose to what you do now as you accept the call of Jesus and follow him. He will make you, and you will be of a new breed. He will turn what you do in this life, even your natural occupation and flow of life, turn it divine as you follow him. And he makes you. There will be kingdom purpose to it. And he will use it to build his kingdom. He will use it for the glory of his name. He will make you become what you could never become on your own. But you got to answer his call. And it's more than just lip service.
You got to follow. Life changes. Life changes when we are converted. Life changes when we answer the call to follow Jesus. Life changes. A.W. Tozer said these words, if your Christian conversion did not reverse the direction of your life, if it did not transform it, then you are not converted at all. You are simply a victim of the accept Jesus heresy. That's the truth. Follow me and I will make you become a new breed, a new way, a new flow of life, kingdom purpose in it, divine purpose in it. Your heart will be set on what Jesus' heart is set on, building for the kingdom. Rescuing people, ministering to people, storing up treasure in heaven, shining as a light in this dark world, securing a future in God for yourself, your family, your loved ones, your children, generations yet to come should the Lord tarry. To the sinner today that does not know Jesus, you know, he walks by the sea and he sees you. Casting your net into the sea, trying to catch something. Cries out, repent, believe in the gospel. And he calls out, follow me and I will make you become. Go fish. Let's have the worship team return today. Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man, woman be in Christ, he or she is a new creation, a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things. Life's different. If your Christian conversion did not reverse the direction of your life, if it did not transform it, then you are not converted at all. You are simply a victim of the accept Jesus heresy. Do you know Jesus today? If you answered his call, you repented, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all need saving. Jesus called out, repent and believe in the gospel, the gospel, the good news. That God, our creator, sent his son Jesus into this world. To save us, to rescue us, because he desired relationship with you that much. 
that the king left his throne and came to walk in this world and to serve and to seek and to save the lost. For you, Jesus came fishing. It's like the father said, son, go fish. And he set out. He came to this world, the sea of humanity. And he saw every person, even not yet born. And the call came. Son, you're the net. Son, you're the bait. Son, you're the hook. Son, you're the everything. And the father cast him out. And the son was willing. He was obedient to the father's call. He said, Father, not my will, but your will be done. Whatever it takes. And the father said, it's going to mean a cross. The sin of all humanity set on Jesus. Beaten bloody for the sins of people. He took the cross willingly, put nails through his hands and through his feet. They hung him there. They mocked him. He thrust a crown of thorns on his head and beat the crown. Save yourself, they said. Jesus said, no. I see too many fish. And the Father sent me on a mission to rescue them, to save them. And so I must toil right now. I must toil. And Jesus died on that cross. You say, yeah, he died for all of humanity, for all the fish. He did. But he died for Peter. He died for Andrew died for you. He died for me. He died for the individual. He hung on the cross. He gave up his life. They took him down from the cross. He was buried in a tomb. And on the third day, Jesus Christ rose again, victorious, conquering sin and death. And so the message is still preached today, the very words of Jesus, repent and believe in the gospel. Repent and believe in the gospel. And Jesus says, follow me, and I will make you become. I will make you become. There's something about his call. When you hear his call, you say, I'd gladly have my life reversed, <laughs> changed. The direction altered forever. And Lord, whatever you call me to, send me, Lord, use me, Lord. I will pursue the things that your heart is set on and that you gave your life for. Let's stand today in the house.
hear the call of Jesus today. If you want to give your life to Jesus today, I'm going to invite you to step out of your seat and come to the front. We'd love to give you a Bible. You take that Bible, totally free, make it yours. Begin to read. Begin to read and let him make you. Begin to dive into the word, even as we heard in the prophetic word. Begin to take in the word and have him make you, make you become what you could never become on your own. Lord Jesus. If you're here today, you're saying, the Spirit is speaking to me. I've been fishing for other things, set on other things, pursuing other things. My treasure's been elsewhere. My heart's been elsewhere. I've been casting a sea trying to catch other things. We know the Word. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of the things will be added. The Lord will work it out. However, we need to respond to the Lord today. Open your heart. Open your heart. Let there be an immediate action in our response today.